I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for downloading the John Quintero Show On Demand. And remember, you can always listen to my show as well as on-demand audio from Ben and Woods, Gwen and Chris, and other Intercom San Diego stations using the radio.com app. Remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. You're listening to coverage of Padres manager Jay Stingler's introductory press conference on the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan. And good morning and welcome to 97.3 The Fan. Coach John Cantera joining you a couple of hours early. Uh, we're going to be uh, carrying the Jace Tingler press conference coming up at 11 o'clock. You'll hear it in its entirety, and uh, we'll uh, get to a lot of reaction uh, probably right around the 12 o'clock hour. But I want to get uh, your uh, thoughts on the Padres hiring Jace Tingler. I know over the last couple of weeks we've gotten a, a lot of uh, – uh, thoughts from you fans out there. I want to get the phone number out to you. We got time to get some phone calls in this first hour leading up to uh, the 11 o'clock press conference, and we certainly expect uh, Jace Tangler will go to the podium. AJ Preller. Don't know if Ron Fowler or Peter Seidler will speak today, uh, but uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. is down at Petco Park, and immediately following. The press conference. We will have uh, both uh, AJ Preller and Jace Tingler on the air here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. Our phone number, if you'd like to uh, dial us up, 833 288 0973. I'll be on the air until 3 o'clock today. And of course, we'll get into our regular segments a little bit later on. But I uh, uh, want to get your thoughts on the Padres. Kind of interesting. Uh, Braden and I, the last couple of days, had uh, talked to you about having 51 players on the uh, 40-man roster, and you can hide players uh, on this 60-day IL, and the Padres have 51 players, and, uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we talked about the last couple of days, Kevin Acey in the Union Tribune today did a nice uh, job of breaking it all down, and he had his, what he thinks are the locks. He listed 27 players' uh, locks. Uh, to be on the 40-man roster. He also uh, mentioned uh, uh, eight players, uh, decisions, decisions to be made on, and we'll get into that, and less likely uh, that won't uh, be with the Padres any longer. So we'll get into that today. Uh, one of the guys I was kind of disappointed, it, it sounds like, uh, according to Kevin Acey, and again, I don't know where he's getting his information, but uh, it looks like Travis Jankowski's probably played his last game with the San Diego Padres. Uh, he is not, uh, uh, according to the paper, uh, in uh, predicting, uh, probably not going to be on the 40-man roster. Now, think about this. You have to set the 40-man roster by Monday. So there are going to be some guys going out the door. Probably about eight players are going to get let go. When you, you look at this list, and we talked about it uh, two days ago and touched on it again yesterday, Probably three guys that will not be back with the Padres will be Aaron Loop, the left-hander. Uh, he got hurt uh, early in the year. Uh, Padres still going to owe him a little bit of money. Uh, they'll owe him about $200,000 if they don't bring him back. Uh, Craig Stammen becomes a free agent, and Adam Warren, after a tough season, 
Uh, he finished the year on the IL. So uh, those three guys more than likely will not be back with the Padre organization. Uh, they talked about less likely uh, Carl Edwards Jr. Carl Edwards Jr. is an interesting take. Last offseason, he decided for whatever reason to change his delivery, and he went to a toe tap, and that wasn't working, and he just had a rough year. I mean, the Cubs ended up uh, letting him go, and he ends up with the Padres, and in his uh, brief time with the Padres, did not pitch well. Uh, other less likely, according to this article this morning, left-hander Robbie Erland, uh, Brett Kennedy, who missed all last year. Uh, he was a guy that uh, really uh, tore it up in AAA in 2018, and in 2019 missed the entire year. Uh, infielder Seth Mejias Breen, who uh, we saw this year, made his major league debut. He's a 28-year-old uh, infielder. Jacob Nix. Uh, probably not going to be back. And Robert Stock, uh, probably not uh, going to be coming back. You know, Robert Stock, and we talked a little bit about Robert yesterday. You know, he got infatuated for me with the radar gun. And last year, he just wanted to try to hit triple digits. And he lost his command. He lost his control. Therefore, he ended up most of the year in the minor league. So those are some of the players uh, less likely to be back with the San Diego Padres. Now, you know, the usual uh, guys, uh, maybe some names uh, we haven't talked a lot about. Uh, Michelle Baez, definitely going to be coming back. David Bednar, a guy that pitched in double-A uh, a little bit last year. He's going to probably be on the 40-man roster. Uh, and, you know, the usual suspects, to be honest with you. Uh, you look at a, a guy like uh, uh, Garrett Richards. Everybody's counting on Garrett Richards. I would like to count on Garrett Richards, and I'll count on him when he gets out of spring training healthy and he can make 30 starts next year. I mean, Garrett Richards has got great stuff, and he's got to show that he can stay healthy. Uh, I'm just looking right now at the, the Padre pitching staff. And they've got some good guys. I mean, Paddock's going to be a star. Paddock will get that third pitch to where he can command it, and Paddock will be a star. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be the next Garrett Cole, but I do think he will be a star and be one of the upper echelon pitchers in baseball uh, probably within the next three seasons. He still needs a little more maturing. He's got to continue to get his command. Uh, he can go deep into games next year. He won't have the restrictions on him that he had this year. And I'm looking forward to a full year of Chris Paddock with no restrictions. Go out there and get the job done. So if um, Garrett Richards can come back, and you got Paddock. You hope Lucchese can get a little bit better. Uh, Quantrill I like, but he ran out of gas at the end of the year. Lauer is okay for me. Lauer did not make a lot of strides last year the way I saw it. I thought Lucchese, if you watch closely, I thought Lucchese made some strides. I didn't think Lauer really uh, made that big a jump from year one to year two. And again, the Padres need to go out and spend some money in free agency. Can they afford really... Can they afford Steven Strasburg? Would that be even a good business decision? I mean, and congratulations to Steven Strasburg and the Washington Nationals. They they made a lot of people happy because everybody kind of anointed the Houston Astros is going to win the world title at the beginning of the year, and they came up one game short. A.J. Hinch, class act all the way. Uh, I loved it last night when he talked uh, – with Fox after the game. He's just a classy guy. I mean, uh, a real classy guy. We got to know him a little bit when he was here in San Diego, but a good guy, done a great job there in Houston. But they come up one game short. But congratulations to the Nationals. They did it uh, uh, in a variety of different ways to get that world championship. And congratulations to Steven Strasburg, another San Diegan winning the 
uh, World Series most valuable player. So that that's pretty cool last night. Want to get the phone numbers out again? Our phone number, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We're going to be here all the way to 3 o'clock, but we got the press conference coming up at 11 o'clock. And, again, we're going to air it in its entirety, and we're the only radio station that will uh, air the press conference. So you're uh, definitely tuned in to the right station. Braden, how you doing today, my friend? It's going to be a, a fun uh, – going to be a long day but it's going to be an awful enjoyable fun day yeah it's going to be a great day uh for uh, some padres baseball hope we can start getting excited for the 2020 season with this uh, press conference i'm curious to see what uh and hear what jace tingler has to say aj preller about this uh you know this move this managerial decision i just can't wait um you know for them to start doing the hot stove stuff and get ready to talk about <laughs> some of the players moving around and see how this uh, roster gets bulked up for 2020 well, Mike Matheny has already been named the new manager of the Kansas City Royals. That was one of the least uh, best-kept secrets out there. I mean, we kind of thought that uh, when uh, Ned Yost was going to retire, Mike Matheny was already working in the Kansas City organization, but he officially uh, was named the uh, manager today. We've still got a couple of other ball clubs. we got the uh, uh, got the New York Mets. we got the San Francisco Giants. Uh, Philly's got their manager, and the Cubs have got their manager. The Angels got their manager. And, of course, uh, we're going to have our manager here in San Diego officially at 11 o'clock. I'm real anxious to hear what he has to say because, uh, you know, I don't know how much media he's done. You know, he hasn't been in a role where he would do a lot of media, except maybe when he was the field coordinator talking to, you know, Baseball America or one of the uh, uh, – uh, papers that covers minor league baseball so it'll be interesting to hear him speak today i think yeah i'm looking forward to it uh and then he's got to get quickly to work because they got to set their 40-man roster pretty quickly by here. monday by monday and there's a lot of there's a lot of names in there that we i was just looking over um you know uh kevin ac's article and, and some of the uh, question mark names and some of the almost certain names and there's a lot of guys in there they're gonna have to make decisions on uh and a lot of pieces that uh, they're gonna have to move on from on the 40-man roster uh for the 2020 season i'm, I'm excited to see uh, this all play out and i mean this is it i mean we're still getting ready for the 2020 season this is the season that the uh, padres said that it's going to be a contending year and when you have so many years of not being in the playoffs, this is going to be a highly anticipated uh, uh, season for a lot of Padres fans. You know, when I opened the paper this morning, you know, I'm that old school guy. I love having that paper in my hand, as it's you know, because I want you to. Well, I always <laughs> ask you to print stuff off for me for the, the yes. show, and you print off our roster and everything we're going to do. Uh, I just like to have it in my hand. And when I saw this this morning, I told my wife, honey. Give me 10 minutes. i got to read this article. i got to read this article because <laughs> for a baseball junkie like me, this article this morning about uh, players uh, and you know how they break down and that, th- this couldn't have come out at a better time for me. Yeah, Coach had his cup of coffee. That's he was right. ready. He got his breakfast. He was reading the paper, looking over his uh, glasses, and uh, <laughs> getting really fired up for Padres baseball on October 31st of 2019. Well, last night, you know, it was a great night. And, it was. You know, I was pulling for the Nationals, and, and I'm going to tell you a story uh, here uh, when we come back, we got a little time uh, leading up to the press conference. I want to tell you a story about one of my best friends of all time. Uh, he actually works for the Washington Nationals, and and I felt so good for him last night. I want to get into that when I have a little more time. But you know, he's going to get a ring. 
And uh, I'm going to tell you his road to get that ring. It has not been easy over the last uh, uh, decade or so, but I'll tell you about that when we come back. Want to get to phone calls. Want to hear from you out there. Our phone number, 833-288-0973, Let's duck in a quick call right now. Jimmy in Chula Vista, you're batting lead off on a big Thursday on 97.3 The Fan with Coach John Cantera. How you doing? John, how are you doing? I'm doing well. This is a big day today, Jimmy. Yeah, you know, but this is it for little Lord Fauntleroy. This guy traded off Max Freed. Max Freed went like 17-5. He traded him for Justin Upton. Last time I saw just last time I saw Justin Upton, he was in a wheelchair with shawl <laughs> over his legs in Anaheim Stadium. He traded Trey Turner. And this guy hanged his hat. Oh, I got to attack these junior. I got to attack these junior. This is it for him, John. This is it for little Lord Fauntleroy. I don't care if you stay up till 3 or 4 in the morning talking baseball. You better start producing, dude. You you better you better get us something in the rotation. I'll take Chassin, who was here a couple of years ago. At least he was a stabilizing influence. I'm not impressed with A.J. Preller. This is it for him, John. Well, I think it is. I think, uh, you know, the, the next press conference we could uh, have uh, could be uh, the firing of A.J. Preller, quite frankly, unless they sign a big money-free agent because, you know, I think Ron Fowler kind of put it out there on the table a few weeks ago when he said, hey, uh, we got to do better or heads are going to roll after next year. Hey, if they finish 10, 15 games under 500, you know, that that's unacceptable. I mean, how long do we have to wait here in San Diego for a winner? I mean, it's been a long time. This group's been here six years. A.J.'s been here five and they haven't even come close to 500 i know john i mean i don't i don't know what to say i want to win but i'm you know what i'm excited and disappointed at the same time john i hear you well hopefully you'll be tuning in at 11 o'clock we'll hear what big jace preller uh or jace uh, tingler has to say yeah, okay, John, have a great day. All right, Jimmy, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Jimmy in Chula Vista, normally pretty uh, reserved, always comes in with a good take, but a little fired up this morning. We're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll continue to get to your phone calls, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. When we come back, I want to share a personal story with uh, one of my best friends of all time who works for the Washington Nationals. I'll get that to you when we return. Coach John Cantera leading up the 11 o'clock press conference heard only right here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, Coach John Cantera back uh, with you all the way to 3 o'clock today. we got the big press conference coming up down at Petco Park at 11 a.m., and uh, we're going to have it in its entirety. We'll hear from A.J. Preller, Jace Tingler, and, of course, uh, we've got Tony Gwynn Jr. on the scene. He'll interview both of those uh, gentlemen immediately following the press conference. And, again, uh, 97.3 The Fan, the only radio station carrying it wall-to-wall. And we're going to go down get a little scene-setter right now. Uh, Tony Gwynn Jr. Uh, got his nice suit on, uh, raring to go today. Uh, Tony, good morning. How are you? I'm well. No suit, but I'm well, and uh, things are starting to liven up in here. Well, uh, give us a little scene. Who are uh, some of the people there right now uh, from the Padres that are uh, kind of waiting around? Uh, I, I'm sure a few more are going to be coming in, but uh, you know, who are some of the Padre executives hanging around maybe early right now? Right now, it's Wayne, Wayne Partello is the main executive in here. Uh, Eric Meyer is in here as well, but uh, for the most part, it's it's the media members. Uh, Mike Palm is in here. Uh, Mark Grant is in here. Don Orsillo is in here. So 
Um, everybody's starting to get situated. A lot of the uh, other stations just kind of rolled in here, and everybody's getting set up. Uh, have you been able to get any inkling at all? You and I have talked about this off the air quite a bit. Uh, have you gotten any kind of inkling at all uh, who might be on this staff? Is, is that something you've heard at all? I haven't. Uh, I intend to uh, ask um, Jace about it when I get him on uh, on the interview. But they've kept it pretty close to the vest in terms of, of what they want to do in terms of the staff as a whole. So uh, hopefully we can get some answers from that today. My guess is we won't, but it doesn't mean I won't ask. Uh, we're visiting with Tony Gwynn Jr. He's down on the uh, the scene. Uh, he'll be uh, uh, broadcasting live from down there. Uh, he'll have interviews with both A.J. Preller and Jace Tingler immediately following this press conference that's slated to start uh, shortly after 11 o'clock. What do you want to hear from Jace Tingler today about taking this job and what he wants to do with this ball club? I just want to hear his direction. I want to hear what his philosophies are as a as a manager, as a leader of uh, the 25-man, really the 40-man roster that he's going to have. And um, knowing Jace uh, going back in the day and talking to the people that I, I, that have have been around him as of recent, um, I fully expect that we'll get to hear that. This seems like a guy who uh, is, a, is a really good communicator with the, the ability to connect with people uh from all walks of life so that's always going to be a positive when you're a manager of a team tony do you think uh, aj preller is putting his neck on the line with this hire i would say yeah um i i think that's pretty obvious i mean based on uh the things we've heard ownership say um right after they let uh, andy green go it would seem as though this hire is 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 a pretty big one and and i would say based on jace not having um any managerial experience at the big league level, I would say that, that he is putting his neck on the line. Tony Gwynn Jr. joins us from Petco Park right now. If the Padres uh, put out who actually is going to talk, uh, obviously it'll be A.J. Preller and Jace Tingler. Is Ron Fowler going to speak at all today? I don't believe so. They have two seats up on the, up on the stage right now. I think that will be for, for Jace Tingler and A.J. Preller. Uh, I know both Peter Seidler and Ron Fowler will be in the building. They'll be sitting in the front row. Uh, but I don't think there's any uh, any plan for them to, to talk, at least not at the podium. Do we expect any uh, current Padre players, a Manny Machado or Nero Cosmer or Fernando Tatis Jr., we expect any of the current uh, players on the roster to be there? I have not heard that any of them will be. Um, I, I certainly certainly wouldn't be a surprise if, if, if one or a couple of guys showed up, but um, not sure if either of those guys are in town at this point, but um, I'll certainly uh, bring it to light if that is the case. You know, I was uh, talking on the show the last couple of days, Braden and I, we had a whole list of uh, uh, different guys because right now the Padres have 51 players on their uh, 40-man roster, and they've got to cut that down to uh, 40. So they've got to take guys off the 60-day uh, IL, and they've got to cut down by Monday. I mean, we're going to see a lot of movement in the Padre organization. We're going to see a lot of movement around baseball here in the next five days. Yeah, no question. No question. I mean, that's that's the big part of the work, right? I mean, 51 guys on a 40-man roster, that's 11 spots that have to come. But you're also going to be uh, – there's going to be some turnover to this roster. I think everybody it kind of expects that. And, and with the World Series finally being over, um, you're going to start to see a, a slew of movement uh, in, in terms of – you know, non-roster, or excuse me, uh, non-tendered guys, guys who uh, who are are taking up options, guys who will become free agents, and you know, so so it begins. 
Uh, your thoughts on the ball game last night? Did they pull Granky prematurely? I didn't think so. Um, Granky, when you're when you're when you're throwing that type of velocity, you're always teetering. Even if somebody is good as Granky, and uh, the home run, I think, uh-huh. was probably was an indication of you know maybe it's time to go to the bullpen now. I, I, my guess is A.J. Hinch wished he could have got through that inning because then A.J. Cole probably, we would have saw A.J. Cole probably last night. But to bring a starter in the middle of an inning, a uh, guy who hasn't done a lot of relief, didn't make much sense. And to be honest, A.J. Hinch has, has, has very rarely missed on these type of decisions. And I don't think he necessarily missed on this one. He went with the guys who've, who've trust, who he's trusted and he's got them there. And it just didn't work out. The Nationals were just better last night. You know what it looked like to me? Once the Nationals got the lead, it looked like the everyday players of Houston were in like a coma. They couldn't believe that they might get beat. That very well it might be true. I mean, it, it seems to make sense. That team seemed to be almost shocked. Uh, that the Nationals just continued to keep coming at them. And when they got the lead, it's, you're right, Coach, it did seem like they went into some type of daze and just couldn't pull themselves out of it. And, listen, a, credit, a lot of that credit has to go to uh, that pitching staff of, of, of the Nationals. They did a tremendous job, um, especially in the road games against that juggernaut of an offense in Houston. They did a tremendous job making pitches, uh, especially when it mattered most. And that's why they're world champs. It was unbelievable how well Scherzer pitched. He had to pitch himself out of a lot of jams last night, but giving him five innings, Corbin was unbelievable. Three innings, only yeah. giving up two hits and three strikeouts. And what a great story Daniel Hudson is. I mean, he it was his third team of the year, a guy that's come back from two different Tommy John surgeries, a guy that is a youngster with the White Sox, was a promising starting pitcher, has ended up making his career as a reliever. It's kind of cool seeing him get the final out of that World Series last night. I mean, what you saw last night from the Nationals was a lot of guts. Max Scherzer, in particular, was in trouble every inning and only gave up those two runs. He looked like he was gas. Looked like he hadn't slept much dealing with that back. <laughs> uh, but he went out. He he left it all on the line. Corbin comes in, does the same exact thing. And um, and, and you mentioned Daniel Hudson because you're right. He he's got a long journey, dealt with some arm issues. Yet he's the one on the mound getting the last out of the World Series. Uh, and you could just see the pure joy in all those guys, man. That was a hard-fought series and a hard-fought year for the Nationals. As, again, 19-31 and 31 at, at, at one point to come all the way back and win a title. you got to tip your hat to that organization. Yeah, i got two other things for you before I let you go, and you can get your front-row seat for this press conference coming up shortly after 11 o'clock. You and I talked about it yesterday with A.J. Cassavell. Uh I said, hey, uh, depending on what happens tonight, you thought the same you know, Strasburg would be the MVP, and there were some yeah. great performances last night in that ball game, but Strasburg ends up being uh, the MVP. And, you know, Tony, I mean, you know him. I mean, I don't know him at all other than watching him pitch. I mean, this guy looks like a completely different guy, not only on the mound, but even in his interviews he's different. He's comfortable in his skin now, and he, he said as much. He, he said last night, I think, in that interview that, he had teammates doing things, had him doing things that he never thought he would do, you know. And that, and I, and I, and my eyes hit, opened real wide when he said it because I thought the same thing. I never thought I'd see Steven Strasburg come in after scoring a run and and get involved in the whole dancing thing that the Nationals had. But it just goes to show you, as you get older and you mature, he just seems to be comfortable in his skin and. Um, I think he is enjoying himself more than he ever has uh, in the game of baseball, and it's fun to watch. For a guy who, who is a relatively serious guy, 
most of the t- most of the time when you meet him, it was nice to see him let loose and, and be able to enjoy a moment with his teammates like last night. And last thing I got for you, I think it was uh, a lot of old school baseball people uh, mm. were pretty excited last night about who won the World Series. There's no doubt about it. I mean, the way the Nationals play the game is very indicative of how uh, the game was played for a large, for for a big portion of us uh, who've been around it. I mean, whether you, we're talking about guys like Adam Eaton being in the two hole, you don't usually see guys like that anymore in the two hole. He's doing everything for you. You need him a sack bunt, he's got you. You need a you need the long ball, he's got you. You need a a, a stolen base, he's got you. And to, just to see how they orchestrated their lineup, how they used their starting pitching, um, it was fun to watch. And 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 you know, it made for compelling baseball. More importantly, which is what we all want. We all want to be able to tune into a game and enjoy it from the very beginning to the very in and their brand of baseball kind of produced that hey good luck down there we'll be uh uh waiting this press conference uh shortly after 11 o'clock we'll look forward to the interviews with aj preller and jace tingler Uh, enjoy yourself and uh good luck down there thank you coach there you go tony gwynn jr uh, joining us from petco park he'll have it uh right after the press conference we'll have both aj preller and jace tingler and we'll have some other guests uh, joining us get their reaction as well when we come back we'll open the phone lines up 833-288-0973 833-288-0973 coach john Cantero leading up to the 11 o'clock press conference we'll be with you all afternoon to three o'clock right here on 97.3 the fan Today's coverage of Chase Tingler's introductory press conference is presented by West Automotive Group, the highest quality automotive service and repair. With four convenient locations, make your appointment today at westautomotivegroup.com. Well, 1038 on a Thursday morning. Happy Halloween, everyone. And uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this a couple times during the show today. Hey, tonight's a fun night. Everybody's going to go out and have fun. Kids are going to be really, really excited. They're going to be uh, dressed up. Sometimes they got masks on. They don't see real well. And just make sure you follow the speed limit tonight in your, your neighborhood because you got kids that are really excited. They're running from house to house. They may have dark color clothing on. So, you know, you're going to get to where you need to go. Just make sure you, you take it a little bit slow tonight and make sure that everyone uh, gets home safely tonight. A very enjoyable night. I'm going to go trick-or-treating up in Encinitas with my uh, two of my uh, youngest grandchildren. Uh, go up and down the merchants there on uh, Coast Highway 101. We'll uh, look forward to being out there tonight but i just want to remind everyone everybody's excited it's a fun night and let's make sure uh, everyone gets home safely uh, and and just uh, slow down because kids are running in and out uh, driveways and in between cars and stuff like that so just wanted to get that out there a little bit also uh, coming up uh, since i came on two hours earlier uh, we will have uh, at 1057 uh, we'll have our grand slam giveaway a cash contest we'll do it again 1157 again i'm going to be with you all the way until 3 o'clock today, and we got the press conference coming up uh, shortly after 11 o'clock, and it's only heard right here on 97.3 The Fan. I promised before Tony Gwynn uh, Jr. came on, I wanted to tell you a story about my one of my – I got two best friends. One guy uh, is that uh, he's an associate athletic director at UCLA. I played with him uh, growing up in North County. Uh, the other one uh, is a scout for the Washington Nationals, and I want to tell you how he became a scout for the Washington Nationals. I'm so excited. Because 
he's been around baseball since he was a little boy. He was a good player, played about seven years of professional baseball uh, in the Giant organization, and then got out of baseball and went into the car business. And the car business, he did very well. He did very well for a number of years. And then all of a sudden, you know, in the mid uh, uh, 2000s, you know, 2005, 2006, 2007, started to get a little dicey. And one day we're having breakfast up in Encinitas in uh, early uh, 2008. And we're sitting there, and we always talk baseball. I mean, we never talk other, you know, hey, how's your family doing, blah, 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 blah. And it's all about baseball. And he said to me, he goes, you know, John, he goes, I'd really like to become a scout. And I go, boy, I go, it's going to be awful difficult. It's going to be awful difficult. They're not easy to get. And so we, we forged a plan. And I said, well, let's call Kevin Towers, because he knew Kevin Towers, but I knew Kevin a lot better. And so I called Kevin and said, hey, Kevin, I got so-and-so, and I don't want to give his name out. Uh, scouts out there know who I'm talking about because they know my relationship with this scout. But anyways, I said, you know, he'd like to go to scout school. So you had to have a major league team sponsor you. So Kevin sponsored my buddy to go to Arizona to scout school. So when he came back, we're having breakfast in the same place. And he goes, man, some of the guys have already gotten jobs. I haven't gotten a job. And so all of a sudden, he becomes uh, basically what they call a bird dog in baseball. He was a scout for about four years. And the first year was Steven Strasburg's junior year at San Diego State. And his job, and he wasn't even part he was basically a bird dog. He going out there for free, volunteering his time. He did that for four years with the Washington Nationals. And his job the first year as a bird dog was to go to every one of Steven Strasburg's starts at San Diego State. He didn't travel. He just went to state and watched every single start. Then Strasburg gets drafted. We know he goes on, and shortly after that's in the big leagues. Well, my buddy stays on for another three additional years as a, a bird dog, not making a dime, not making any money at all, maybe a little gas money here and there. And finally, they hire him. Now he's been with them. I think this next year will be his eighth draft. And I felt so good for my buddy last night because he didn't get a job for four years. The car business was not going well. I had a heart attack in 2009. He used to come by every night and check on me when I'm watching the Padres or Dodger game. And then he'd get a call and he'd have to leave because he was driving a cab to make ends meet and support his family. And then all of a sudden, he's got this great job, and I was so happy. You talk about a class act, and I know other organizations do it, but the Washington Nationals invited him and his son back uh, last weekend for the three games. They, they gave him per diem, and it was great. And Mike Rizzo's an old-school baseball guy, and I was so happy for my buddy. I mean, I've known him since I was 11 years old, and he's getting a World Series ring. It was really cool last night because uh, I know everything he's been through the last uh, a decade-plus try, trying to make ends meet, and the Nationals have really done a nice job of taking care of him the last seven years as he's employed now as a full-time scout. Reminder, we got the uh, Grand Slam giveaway coming up at 10.57 and 11.57. And, of course, uh, all three hours of my program, 12.57, 1.57, and 2.57. Want to get the phone lines lit? Want to hear from you Padre fans today. Yesterday I asked, hey, will you Padre fans, season ticket holders, give me a call. What do you expect right now out of this ball club? What do you think about Jace Tingler? We heard from uh, a lot of people that they weren't real happy about this hire. They, they wanted a name guy. But you know what? Even a name guy needs players. And you could hire the best manager out there. You could have hired Joe Madden, but with the roster you have now, you're going to... 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.